that's the end. <laughs> Summer's dead. Mm. But Summer was saved. I feel like it's like the um it's that old movie a, a summer a summer place. Is that what it is? I'm that? I'm unfamiliar <laughs> about with the like, film. The summer being really bitter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't recall, but uh, it is like that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> A summer place. Do, 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 hang on. Let's everybody. Just hang on, listeners. We're going to Google something. A summer place. Hold on. A just, I believed song. you. I was not skeptical. Uh, the big screen adaptation of Sloan Wilson's popular novel. Popular. Follows Ken as he brings his wife and teenage daughter Molly, Sandra D, ah. to the main vacation spot where he worked as a middle class youth. Oh, I see. Coming no- back to nothing his to do with the Bachelor, or Bachelor That's in Paradise. Right. Can I make a Can I make a bold? Uh, Please do. Plea. Please do. Bring back Bachelor Pad. Yes, we've done oh, man. three years of Paradise. Man. I'm ready for Bachelor Pad. Me too. I have uh, so I have actually updates up. come up in my sorry I interrupted you no go ahead they come up in my Facebook feed of like where I was like oh I can't listen to Sister Christian without thinking <laughs> of the Bachelor oh, Pad finale the and best. I'm like man remember that when they had to like compete and sing the best Bachelor Pad was great TV it was it, exactly no, in no, the wheelhouse it was no it was but it was it was good at what it was. And I feel like Bachelor. The problem with Bachelor Pad was that it involved strategy. Maybe not strategy that was that complicated, but it did involve strategy. And so I feel like they did it twice. And the first time it was really funny and Uh fun. And it was like a shit show and nobody knew what was happening. And then the second time they all came in and were like, I got this. But now enough time has passed. Like, you're not going to get Jake back up in there. Right. They need to alternate like two years of paradise, one year of pad. Well, I, so I ended up with... I, I love Bachelor Pad. I want it back. Bring back Bachelor Pad. Hashtag. Hashtag. Bring back Bachelor Pad. Bring back pad. the pad. Um, I ended up with mixed feelings about this season that we'll get into. Well, I, actually, I feel like your feelings have been actually quite negative. Well, but we'll talk about it because I thought about last night's episode a little more. And Good. I feel like it was... It's not really an episode that you can just take in in one no, sitting. No, you need to sit and think it, about Did this. you look up some articles? Get some a little think bit of pieces, scholarly? Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I searched Google Scholar for Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Found some good stuff. But I guess let's go ahead and uh, sink our teeth into this, sink our brains into this. Let's do it. All, All right. right. Harrison opens up the episode thanking everyone for mm-hmm. coming back. He said that it almost didn't happen. Summer thank, was saved. Thank you, everyone, for choosing to take a free Mexican vacation right. for... Paid Mexican vacation. Seriously. Did I just spit on you? Yeah, like right in my eye. I'm pretty far <laughs> away, too. Yeah. Well, a good two feet away. Uh, he tells everybody it's time to have some hard conversations. Some really hard conversations. Let's get real, folks. Let's get... It's like that play that <laughs> that I did in the fifth grade. What was it? Um, about inner school violence. Oh, And it had hard-hitting. lyrics that yeah. said, you better be ready to get real. You better be ready to get real. You better be ready to take the consequences for your actions. You better. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't play some of that music in this episode. Tonight. It was called, This is My School, This is My World. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we will come up on that what theme because part? you know who had to take consequences for his actions? Who? Dean. Dean. Oh, we're Deanie baby. But let's, what? Um, down there. What was your part in the play? Uh, 
background chorus. Nice. That's a yeah. good part. That's a good part. Meaty. Um, well, no, I'll say one of the things I liked about this episode, it had huge structural problems that were really annoying. And yeah. again, that's an odd thing to say about a Bachelor in Paradise episode is that there were structural problems. But I don't remember them doing it that way for previous seasons. No, not at all. This is all new tinkering that I don't think I hope won't last. Um, but I actually feel like with the exception of a few people, like people actually were kind of mature. Like to jump ahead quite a bit, Jasmine and Jonathan were just like, See ya. Yep, see ya. This is the whole Leave Friends. <laughs> this has been fun. Yeah. And yeah. even like Kristen, which we'll deal more with this, and right. I was just like, no, I, I don't like know you. I like how she you. just kept yeah. saying like, we're acquaintances. Right. We talked about the weather. I don't really know you, <laughs> And Jack it really Stone. only reinforces the idea that Jack Stone might be a serial killer. Well, they, so let's just jump ahead because this is quick. So Jack Stone and Kristen, like Jack Stone is like, I'm ready to move forward. Like they gave them the option to leave together in the limo if they thought this their relationship was moving into the future. He, yeah, he says, if you're committed, you get to stay in Mexico for one more date fantasy that could suite. include a fantasy yeah. suite. Um, so they all have to have serious discussions. Yes, very serious. They have to decide whether they want to do that. Yes. And uh, Jack Stone wants to take the like, it's an ambiguous option of like, we're leaving in the limo, we're not, or in the SUV together. We're not boyfriend, girlfriend, but we're pursuing the future. Oh, I feel like he, I mean, this is Jack Stone who last episode was like, I could see Kristen as my wife. Right. Like, I feel like he in his mind was like, I'm going to tamper this down a little bit yeah. and just tell Kristen that Which is not a bad we instinct. can leave hand in hand. Yeah. And then he said that and she's like, whoa, that's way right. too much. His, what he actually wanted to say was, I'd like to wear your face. Yeah. But he wasn't going to go that far. Um, but yeah, the um, so Kristen like turns him down and then she goes and swims in the sea for some reason. But Jack Stone's like amazing editing where like people are like, where's Jack? And it just flashes to him like riding in the limo silently and stone faced, like planning his next like killing spree, mm-hmm. basically. Well, I actually respect that because I feel like they nobody wants to give an exit interview yeah. in the limo and they force all of them to. And so I have to imagine that Jack was just like, fuck y'all, I'm not talking to you. So I was curious about that because it was such good editing and so effective that I was unclear whether he gave an interview and like, nope, we're just showing him stone-faced riding out of here or whether <laughs> he was just like, fuck you, I'm not talking to you. I don't know. Either I like way, how Kristen said, quote, thank you, it's a no. <laughs> Thing. Well, that's polite, anyways. I feel like that's what I should have said to you. Yep. We'll get more into that. There's some other analogs to our relationship in here. Um, um, she also said, every conversation we've had has been so swirly. I have that in my notes. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what that means. Um, but yeah, it's been a swirly. Swirly yeah. conversations. Um, she said, it's, I'm on the page of been real, been fun, catch you later. And I, I mean, respect. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what they, sh- I don't know what Jack is talking about, right. really. Right. You want to, because he keeps just saying, hey, you, you want to leave your hand in hand? Let's leave your hand in hand. <laughs> oh, Jack. I really Stone. want your hand. I yeah. feel like he literally wants. Yeah. Give me those scallop <laughs> fingers. Yeah. yeah. I want to bury your hand. Uh, yeah. And then I want to wear them on my own hand and <laughs> masturbate with them. <laughs> Like a glove. To the image of your dead body. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. Took it too far? Maybe no, that's what, bit? you know, that's, that's exactly where what Jack, Jack Stone, Stone took it. Yeah, it's not your fault. You're just saying exactly what Jack Stone said. We skipped ahead of one couple. We did. Lacey and Daniel, um, 
agree that they are both in the mood for a little bit of fantasy sweet. Yeah, fantasy sweet action. Daniel tells Lacey, I'm not done with you yet. Yep. That's fun when you make kind of rapey comments. Sure, right. right. You yeah, that really sets the mood. And then he, yeah, and I know you want to give this No, line. you do it. You do it. I'm going to give it to you. say it together? Yeah. Can you do it in a Canadian accent? Uh, I think I'm Even though about ready to do it. <laughs> it's an American comment. Sure. Ready? So, so you ready, you're ready for, for the 4th of, of July, July in my, my pants? <laughs> I top of the morning. <laughs> eh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do, man. <laughs> yeah, probably should just one of us should have said it now that I look back on it. You ready for the 4th of July? Oh, I can't do it. How do you say that? With a Canadian accent. You ready for the 4th of July in my pants? In my pants. I feel no, like that might... too, yeah. I feel like that might just be a sentence where if somebody said it, you wouldn't know they were Canadian. Right, because you're saying 4th of July in pants. Yeah. So she is ready. She's they are going to stay for that last yep. final date. They're going to go to the fantasy suites. Then we'll we go to... We'll circle back to that later, yeah. folks. Don't worry. We go to Jack and Kristen awkwardness oh can i can we talk about how Kristen? uh, we didn't say this in our rather lengthy discussion that she's like uh the heroine in the awakening she's a kate chopin oh yeah yeah she like walks into the sea i would have liked if she just didn't appear again later on did she was she at the thing oh right get into it that's right blah blah no i would like to just never see jasmine was bullying her on social media cyber get in line Kristen. right we that's our thing yeah yeah (laughs) jasmine also being cyber bullied bullied by us on twitter um all right okay jonathan and jasmine speaking of jasmine leave it at the friend level sure and like everyone seems fine with that Mm -hmm. which as they would i mean they've known each other for like 24 hours i don't know i feel like if i was gonna make anybody have a relationship i'd want it to be the tickler the tickler yeah i want the tickler to find love i do too i think the the tickler tickler came out on top he's a winner he's one of the few people who came out better he he came out looking better in this show yeah yeah i agree who did so he did i would say adam absolutely not dean not dean oh god I think maybe D'Lo. Yeah. I really disliked her on Nick's season. She seemed very vapid, and she still seems kind of vapid. But I felt sorry for her on this show. I don't know. Uh... Adam, yeah, Adam just gets just kind because of he fleshed you could out hear him talk, a, right? Yeah, yeah because yeah. you finally stopped calling him Matt. Sure. Although right. to be fair, you did call him Matt last last episode, episode and I might yeah. do it again. This this episode is still young. Sorry, folks. There's more to discuss. Christina, what do you think? Fifty eh, fifty. Yeah. I liked her on Nick's season. I like her now. Sure. Um, eh, she might have taken a little bit of a dive, actually. Now that I'm thinking about her, not as much self-respect yeah, as you'd like. Come on, yeah, Jasmine. I feel like um, came out as again more of like a you got to know her more. Oh, you know? I don't know. I felt like uh, Jasmine and Alexis seemed like mean girls. bullies yeah. to me. Yeah, was Alexis there at the very end? No, she she left. So why did she get to be at the reunion? I was I'm confused about like who got to come to the right. final cuz like Blake wasn't there. And Danielle yeah. was there. But she left Daniel early. M? Daniel M. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Was at the, it was on Bachelor But, like, Paradise. where was Sarah? Where was Blake? Where was Fred? <laughs> Blake was fighting with Waboom somewhere. <laughs> I just don't... I don't know. Uh, 
I couldn't figure out. Like Ben Z wasn't there because he, well, he was back with his dog. Him. We got that. I don't blame that him. problem was solved. Yeah. yeah, that gap was explained. Let's um, get to D. Yeah, sorry. It's speak, let's criticize the show for being super unorganized. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this show is not uh, well put together. All right. So Dean and D'Lo are having to have the talk. He tells her, you were like the only person I was excited to meet. <laughs> oh, man. That she's beautiful and amazing, but... But. Yeah, and, and then there's a long pause after the but. He said when he woke up after the rose ceremony when Christina left, he realized that he loves Christina. Oh. And that he owes it to her to walk away from Paradise separately. And he owes it to Christina to talk about it with her. And then... Fuck you, yeah. you f- oh fucking fucker. Yeah. I mean, pardon my French listeners, and someone told me that they recommend our podcast to people, but that they tell them not to listen when kids are around. That's why. I'm about to get real mouthy. Because right. that Dean... I mean, what a fucker. Right. No, it's... This is just the worst of everything. You know, the the worst of being indecisive. And nobody, I mean, I guess Christina got kind of close, but I feel like nobody just, like, gives it to him. Like, yeah. D-Lo was just like, okay. Right. No. No, D-Lo. Because, first of all, if you woke up the day after the rose ceremony when Christina left and you realized you were in love with her, why did you stay for another week getting to know <laughs> D-Lo? Uh, to be fair, I think that was, like, 36 hours. No, it doesn't matter. I mean... Yeah. Um, No, I mean, he he just doesn't know what he wants. My ultimate conclusion from this is the person Dean needs to date is no one. Like, clearly he's... He needs to do... He needs to pull a Julia Roberts and Runaway Bride and figure out what type of eggs he likes. Yes, that's exactly right. I (laughs) I haven't seen that film, but that sounds right to me. He... That's the thing. I mean, he keeps using the word love. You're not in love with either of these girls. Like, stop saying that you are. Right. Well, and just, I mean... You keep using that uh, word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Um, Clearly, I mean, we've seen some of his past. I just think that Dean has some issues that he needs to sort out. Yes. And he shouldn't be on national TV. But it annoys me because he's just cute and he looks like a Ken doll and... You know, he looks like a 90s 90210, like Brandon Walsh's hot cousin. And so everybody's just like, oh, Deanie baby. No, you don't get to be a fucker over and over and over again. And he's also like 27. You know, like 27 is old enough to stop acting like a piece of shit. Right. This is like 22 22, Exactly. Yep. This is what Taylor Swift is singing about. She sings about being 22. Um, I, don't think, I don't think it is. Is it not? Have I've you not listen? Have you ever listened to that? Song? I've heard that song five thousand times. <laughs> um, There's so too anyways. many cool kids. <laughs> uh, he says, "I literally hate myself right now." Right. Sorry um, for being an idiot. Well, he also does that like self berating thing that doesn't seem earnest. That's like, so you can say like, oh, no, you're not an idiot, Dean. I understand. Right. Like that kind of thing. Like if you hated yourself enough, you would stop acting like that. Right. Well, and it comes out later. I mean, let's just spoil the whole thing. Right. That he's he's, like still playing both of them. Because D'Lo's like, why did you call me after we got back from Paradise and pursue a relationship again? Because you're a fuck boy. Well, and that's, I mean, both of them. And it seems like this is where they were at the end when you just need to be like, fuck you. Right. Like, fuck off. Get out. Don't. 
yeah. to call me again. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> um, I like when the interviewer, like the uh, producer, is interviewing him in Paradise. And he says, what would you say to Christina right now? And I was so hoping that there would be like... Please welcome Christina. Right, and just yeah. That she would Waltz walk her back. back at, yeah, yeah. Oh, we actually just kept because you here. know he would be like, um, I actually really feel the need to pursue my relationship with Danielle. Right, right. <laughs> well, that appears to be exactly what happened. So, all right, Diggy turns Dominique down. Jamie turns Diggy down. Diggy leaves alone. Jamie yeah. leaves alone. Dominique leaves alone. Yeah. It's a trio. Yep, all of them go their separate ways. Amanda and Robbie. My comment is. Robbie has really skinny legs. Yeah, we had to talk about this. I uh, made Ryan length. rewind it. Yeah. I said, his legs are skinnier than Amanda's. <laughs> For a guy, I mean, he's very top-heavy. Amanda's top-heavy. Wasn't he an a Olympic swimmer? Is that right? Or am I confusing You're that with Ryan a, Lochte. I'm, No, I was thinking of the Baywatch character. <laughs> no, I, let me hang on a second. I am okay. going to have to Google this. Fill the dead sure, air yeah. while Sure, yeah. So, I... folks, listen. Here's... Here's what's going on. So Amanda and Robbie have to have their big talk. And Robbie, of course, is real jazzed about having children with Amanda. And Amanda is not feeling it at all. And so they get to their little pagoda or whatever it is that they're um, hanging out in. And uh, Robbie tries to... Can I interrupt? Yeah. Robbie participated in three preliminary events at the Olympic trials. There you go. Yeah. There and it is. So he went to Florida State University in 2011 where he broke school records, according to his athletic profile. All right. And then he went to the Olympic trials, but he did not make it onto the men's Olympic swimming team. Yeah. He could not uh, fake a gas station robbery well enough. That was his problem. <laughs> he didn't have a catchphrase like Gia. 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 Um, so anyways, Amanda shoots Robbie down. You, we, you and I had different I called it. opinions on this, though. On Amanda's move here. And of course, things changed later. But in the moment, I thought that Amanda was letting Robbie down easy. And you thought that she was taking the easy way out. I felt like Amanda obviously just, to me, did not like Robbie that much. And that she was kind of using her, like, to be fair, disastrous relationship with Mm -hmm. Josh as an easy way to get out of it. And I just thought that she didn't seem to care that much about him, but that it was that it was an easy way to make it in to be like, I don't want to make the same mistakes. Right. And I guess, I mean, I don't disagree. I guess uh, you just seem to be bothered by this. And my basic philosophy was like, however you're going to let him down. Like, as long as you're not leading someone on and not being like flagrantly dishonest, like, no, I'm in the CIA and I can't <laughs> date anyone, um, that it doesn't I've really matter. I've got to go to a mo- mission to the moon. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> Um, that it doesn't really matter what you say to let somebody I don't down. know. I think it does matter a little bit. And I guess I was obviously wrong. I mean, she liked him enough to try dating him afterwards. Right. And, and then he was the one who and screwed And then Robbie dicked her over, yeah. apparently. So we... Do you want to fast... I mean, fast forward. I mean, that's the, the way the structure of the yeah, episode Yeah, we get to the reunion and it gets revealed by the twins, no less, that Robbie... That there were rumors that Robbie had cheated on Amanda after she finally broke down and agreed to date him when they were back home. Right. Right. And uh, he denied this, but um, they are they are not together. I have to say, on the one hand, they have zero chemistry, so I don't think they belong together. But on the other hand, they're both like profoundly boring, and so yeah, I do think that they, they they fit together in that regard. Yeah, they are they're very bland. Right, they're both very pretty. They are like Ken and Barbie. Mm-hmm, they are. Yeah, not a lot going on. 
upper level there. Right. But not even like interesting stupid. You know, I don't even want to, I don't want to say that they're stupid, but I like mean like the twins are stupid but they're also funny right. and like they're just not entertaining. Like, no. And I feel like they both seem nice enough. Sure. Um presumably, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, moving on. Sure. Moving okay. On. Daniel and Lacey are in the fantasy suite date. They uh, are talking about what their relationship is going to be. And Daniel, because he is a 16 year old girl, asks, Are we talking about changing Facebook status? Yep. Um, they That's agree it. that they should be in a committed relationship. Lacey makes the cardinal mistake of saying, quote, literally nothing could go wrong. Do you think they make them all say that at the beginning of the season? Just I like, just so they have imagine, that footage like, in the that's can. That's just a stupid thing to say right. ever. Like, I wouldn't say that about our marriage. Right. Literally nothing could right. go wrong. Literally nothing. I mean, like, you could both get hit could, by a truck. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's Someone just could a spontaneously st- combust. I mean, you just... <laughs> Something could always go wrong, Lacey, as you'll soon find out. Yeah. Um, She says if he proposed, she'd say yes. Now, this is... We need to interject here because... Let's jump forward. Okay. Because it's later revealed that they knew each other. Well, hang on a second, because we're almost to the point where we do jump forward. Okay. So Derek and Taylor obviously go to the fantasy suite date. Derek says that... Having sex and being intimate is really important to Taylor, which was just a funny way of phrasing it because it right. kind of implied that it wasn't important to him. Sure, right. Like, it's only Taylor's the only one right. that this matters to. Um, they're both looking forward to being able to experience each other in a different in way. In a different way. Whoa. Later, Taylor says that uh, she really took in all of Derek. Yeah, you know? I like that. I did too. Because she actually. just laughs when yeah. she says it. Yeah. Uh, All right, the last couple is Raven and Adam, and Raven is a little torn. She cannot decide whether or not she wants to spend the night with Adam in the fantasy suite dates. Right. We know, recalling from Raven's past, that she was not super sexually experienced, that she had just dated that one guy. Right, that she had to hit over the head with her stiletto Single white female style. Yep. Respect. Don't fuck with Arkansas. Um, And then Nick, obviously. Right. Right, and so uh, she's worried that she'll fall in love with Adam. Can we say R.I.P. Nick and Vanessa? Oh, right. We need to... There's a lot of Bachelor Nation news that needs to be addressed. It's very important. (laughs) One of which is that... Well, we've got a new Bachelor. Oh, Ari. Yeah. We'll have to deal with that in a moment. We'll get to that, We'll get to that Don't worry. You get our hot take. In the meantime, R.I.P. Nick and Vanessa. We really thought you kids were going to go the We barely knew ye. And by the distance, we meant a whole year. I can't believe they never worked out that whole Canada-America obstacle. I mean, if they can't work it out, who can? Lacey and Daniel, maybe? (laughs) No. Apparently not. All right. So now... We get to the point in the show where it just abruptly switches to a live studio audience. Right. And we're in studio mode. Yes. And so, like, there's cliffhangers. There's things that haven't been resolved. But it's, they're acting like we've moved forward. It was a very jarring structure. It was. It was to this entire um this entire experience. Well, then they would flash back. And, of course, they did the goddamn thing where they're like, Let's see your journey this season. It's like, yeah. it's been four weeks. Before like, we interview we... people, let's yeah. take a look back on... Let's show you what, you, <laughs> what you've watched for the last three weeks. So they interviewed Corinne and DeMario. We barely paid attention. We fast forwarded yeah. to a lot of that. Folks. I'm Dunzo. I, yeah, Dunzo. That's enough of that nonsense. Um. All right. When we get to the current, like, current uh, cast member audience, we start off... 
with a little beef between Kristen and Jasmine. Yes. Kristen says that Jasmine has been fueling the fire about their beef on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. On Insta- I love. I don't really think of Instagram as a tool for beef. I'm gonna start for spreading beef. I'm gonna start a feud. Social media spreading feuds. beef. Yeah. Is that? I don't think that's a term. Can, is beef not something you can spread? No. Is that an inappropriate verb? Uh, for, yes. uh, yeah, that doesn't yeah. work. Um, Kristen talks about the scallops finger story. She says that it was funny. I don't really get the impression that she thought it was funny. No. Well, they also claim that she was in on it. There's just... And first of all, I don't, I don't care. Um, (laughs) it was funny for a while. Why are you on this podcast? You obviously do care a little bit. I care deeply about this. Um... No, I just like it was funny. Let it be its thing. Like we don't need to dissect. Right. Like why does Harrison fingers? need to interview Alexis right. about it? No, you tell me about scallop fingers. Now you tell me about scallop fingers. Like we don't need. I actually, I'll argue in a moment that this studio debrief serves some valuable functions, but this was not one of them. All right, we get to Dean. As we have said, Dean. I mean, on the one hand, he does take responsibility. Like, Christina kind of tries to call D'Lo out on some sort of shit. Like, you know, it was nice that Kristen talked to, asked Jasmine about it because I never got that from D'Lo. And then Dean is, they kind of bicker a little bit. And then Dean says, you guys should not be arguing with each other. It all falls on me, which I think Mm -hmm. is true. Um, He takes the hot seat. He's not wearing his camo jacket. No, I noticed that. Yeah, That's how sad Dean is. Oh, I would have thought he wanted to wear it, too, to, like, blend in. Yeah. I'm not A little bit like, where's Dean? I don't see him anymore. (laughs) He says... Oh, go ahead. He says there was never an intention of malice. I have that, too. Uh, We know that, Dean. You're just an idiot. Yeah. I mean, I I do believe you. And I don't like that excuse. Like, I didn't mean to hurt you. Right. I did hurt both of you. Yeah, like... If you hear somebody loudly saying, oh, fuck, you're hurting me, and then you just continue to act like a dick, like... Christina multiple times said, you're hurting me. Right. So I don't buy the whole, I didn't, there was never any intention of malice. Well, and, I mean, it was it was the equivalent of a saying with like, well, I didn't know that Christina was sitting up there watching me chicken fight with D-Lo. Right. Well, that doesn't matter. No. You know. Um... Chris Harrison asks him if he still loves Christina, and he says, I still have very strong emotions for her. Christina says, I took a lot. Uh, I had a love for you, but I was willing to work on it. It came to a point. I had to say goodbye. Goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. All right, D'Lo, oh, then drops the bombshell saying that after the show ended that Dean reached out to her. They had some sort of relationship. I can guess what kind of relationship it was. And I do like, I mean, definitely. And Dean's like, oh, my indecisiveness carried on after the end of the season. Oh, brother. I'm going to say, like, let's let's not see any more of Dean. Yeah. Well, I think he, I mean, I can see him maybe coming back for a... Uh, what? Although, man, people hated Nick Vial. Sure. And he rebranded himself. He did. So maybe in a couple of years, Dean can play the like. I've grown hard. Yeah. No, that's true. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Robbie and Amanda were dating back in LA. Somehow Robbie wore her down. I also want to note that Amanda said that a lot of the 
uh, aired footage did not show the ways that Robbie was so sweet in paradise and that he would make her avocado toast every morning. You have literally never done that for me. Never once. I'm a monster. I know. Why can't you be more like Robbie? Where were you in the could, 2012 Olympic trials? I could thin my legs out a little I bit. Know. I think that's the, maybe the one place where I could maybe go toe to toe with him on leg size. <laughs> that's it, you know, that's like kind of fat legs. I do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That it's a good thing that you have chunky have, legs. Well, you are getting on his skinny legs, so <laughs> it's got one has got to be good, right? You know um, who has the perfect legs? Who? Peter. Oh, I Peter. miss Peter. Yeah. That, that's wise, though, to vanish. I know. Leave people Leave wanting people, more. Yep. Yeah. We pulled a Costanza. Yeah. All right. Um, Amanda says that they dated again after Paradise, but that Robbie was only dating her when it was convenient for him. It's just a little bizarre. Like, there were rumors that he was cheating on her. And I do, I mean, whatever Robbie's faults are, absolutely he's boring. He did seem sincere in wanting to date her. I mean, he was like, I want there to be a bunch of little Robbies running around, which is a gross image. It is a very gross Um, image. Their legs actually be the same size as Robbie's. in any case, it seems that when they got back to L.A., I guess he didn't feel that way. Things didn't, yeah. I didn't realize they lived close to each other to begin with. But, um, yeah, so they're no longer dating. And, uh, and, again, who knows? I mean, I feel like you can always take pictures that look like someone right. was cheating. We didn't see oh, the picture. Can you so. always take pictures that look like someone was cheating? <laughs> Often. I feel like if you get someone in a crowd. Is that what can... happens at these academic conferences That's right. that you go to? Always, yeah. There's always photographers hiding in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> to just where the paparazzo can't get enough. Robbie says that, quote, on both sides, neither person was consistent with ne- meeting needs. So uh-huh. he kind of tries to, like, diplomatically be like, right. I was at fault, but so were you. Well, and that's like a, like, as clear as saying, like, mistakes were made. Yeah. Like, it just, it doesn't mean anything, so. Uh, he says he was never unfaithful, and then they cut to a woman who's just like, Oh, man. Giving the biggest bullshit. Can we say, was that, what is her name, Stephanie Beatrice? I mean, it looked exactly Rosa like. from yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, it appe- and she is a fan of the show, so it looked like. And they put her on the camera like three times. Right, yeah. It might have been, Stephanie Beatrice, if that was you. Tweet us. Tweet us. Yeah. All right, so then we get Daniel and Lacey out. We find out. First time this has been revealed all season, but the Mm -hmm. reason why Lacey was so excited when Daniel showed up was that they have known each other and that they had had casual hookups and were close friends for a year. Right. Which would have been a lot of context that I could have used. Do you think that we don't need any of that information? Like, I feel like that always happens where Raven is like, we actually were hanging out in the break. Like, they all know each other. They all go to these weird Bachelor Nation sex parties. Yes. Yes. I think that they are Uh all. Like hooking up and it's a cult trading STDs and swapping partners, tweeting each other, (laughs) starting spreading beef. (laughs) In any case, um, Lacey reveals that Daniel was in fact lying to her when he said that he was falling in love with her, and Daniel comes out. Wearing an extremely tight, extremely tight vest, vest yes. like real tight, comically tight. Like it's almost too much to say <laughs> that it was spray painted on because it was smaller than that. Mm, the audience, even if like it was spray painted on, yeah, it would have been, been bigger. Big, yeah. yeah. 
the audience boos him when yes, he comes out do. and he seems totally oblivious to well, it. That, so like, when, I love that. So when they set this up and they're like, okay, let's bring Daniel out. My reaction was like, he is not equipped to talk about like serious feelings in any way. And he doesn't. And he doesn't. Really. Yeah, yeah. I was correct in that regard. Like, he's, he's okay with that. Yeah. He's equipped to like make sexy puns. And wear a, you know, maple leaf thong. Although he was sounding, when they like show him being interviewed by the producer and Lacey's listening in, he's like being serious in there when he's like, I could never change my Facebook status to in a relationship with Lacey. It may be a Canadian thing. Maybe so. He's like the James Vanderbeek character on How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) Well, and also when they asked him how the fantasy suite was, decent night, relaxing night, great. That's uh, that's a lot of good. He don't want to rat her out. Yeah. He's like, it was a good lay. <laughs> um, Lacey says tell. that Daniel came to New York for six days and spent one hour with her, which would be fine. I mean, not fine, but like okay. But then, funnily, she says that he spent the rest of the time with Vinny. But Vinny came, which I actually love. Sure, but Vinny came on the hour too, right? He was there when they spent time together as Maybe. well. Maybe. That was the impression I got. Yeah, I don't know. Was that he spent a much time with Vinny, but also when they were supposed to get together, Vinny was there as well. And she had a great line, which sums up a lot of what you've been saying this entire season, which was, where is it? If he felt about me like he felt about Vinny, like we wouldn't be having this conversation. Bro time. Basically, bro time. Bros over hoes. Bros before hoes. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. Junk before trunk. Right, balls before dolls. Padres before I sleep with two madres. Rad pit before grab clit. These nuts before skinny sluts. Masturbate before ask her to date. Beef stew before watching The View. Male erection before One Direction. Mario and Luigi before Thelma and Louise. Bert and Ernie before squirt and spermie. Man purses before regular purses. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sports before general wars. No, fucking that's bad. That was a little weird. Fading a little bit. John Madden before. Jasmine from Aladdin. Um, Alright, then we have our second to last couple. Where we finally get to find out what happens. Do Raven and Adam do the fantasy suite or not? They do. They have sex. They do. That's so Raven. Now that's so Raven. <laughs> that's um, her thing. They spent the night together. And then the next morning they're eating breakfast and they play what Raven calls, guess what's in your mouth? Uh, I that's thought called it was, what that mouth do What that mouth do <laughs> Come on, Raven. That's what you call it. That's your, uh, that's your name. Um... Adam says that they, in fact, have been together. They went to the since Dominican Paradise. Republic. They went to the. They we, went to San Francisco. We see some pictures of them riding. Don't go to San, San Francisco, Francisco unless you're ready to get freaking real. That's where you go for the realness to happen. Uh, Raven is meeting his family this weekend. Oh no, she's not. She's meeting them right no, now. No, yes, she is because. Then Chris asks, when are we, when are they going to meet your family, Raven? It's not- Wait, I thought that was his family no, that came out. That was her parents? Yeah. Oh, okay, whatever. Oh. All right, All right. whoops. You're really paying you attention. Yeah. Yeah. He says, Raven, when are we going to meet, when are they going to meet your family? And she says, uh, very soon, uh, right now. And then her uh, mom and dad walk out. Gotcha. Her dad looks okay. pissed off to be there. Now, 
we met them before, right? Yes. The hometown. Yes, yeah. we So did. I should recognize these people. Maybe. Care about I them. Mean, yeah. Remember her dad almost died? Right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, They are very happy. They're still a couple. They do not get engaged. The only couple that gets engaged is Taylor and Derek. Taylor and Derek. And I, I mean, they seemed like Taylor was crying. Right. They seem happy. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like of all the Paradise couples, was I shocked when Lace and Grant broke up? No. Right. Would I, I would give Taylor and Derek more credit than maybe your average Paradise couple. Sure. Yeah. I feel like they found each other that first night and mm-hmm. then it was like, that was it. Sure. Except when Derek said, fuck you. <laughs> Every relationship is going to go through rocky uh, moments sure. like that. I do have to say, too, that uh, Raven said she was... Or no, this is back to... No, this is Taylor. She was a skeptic at first, and Derek made like 15 bad dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Which I have he to call, say... He also called her kiddo. <laughs> I have to say that, I mean, I would have been lucky to only make 15 bad dad jokes before I got a laugh yeah, out of you. That's yeah, that's still what you're doing. Right. <laughs> Yet to get a laugh. One of these days. One of these days. One of these days. I mean... That's it. They get engaged. Um, Harrison is happy. Yeah. So here's oh here's my okay my yeah take. I mean you keep saying that you have some no I have I have a take please. on this wow okay. us so in a way this like studio thing is annoying but I also liked that it's sort of <laughs> like yeah right I'm trying to steal my thunder <coughs> good um, the audience <laughs> loves this coughing fit. um in a way it's annoying because it's like cutting into your show like blah 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 they're talking about stupid (coughs) stuff but i first i want to say that i think that this cast was on the whole probably the most immature of all the cast but also like this sort of wrap-up exposed like no these people really aren't (coughs) going to find love more or less like because you would have left the season thinking that daniel and Lacey were going to be a thing you would have left like there was all this like extra revelation that sort of sort of showed that like these relationships are a mess and i feel like it kind of cuts against the narrative that the bachelor often tries to produce of like people are finding love here's just like no these people are largely screwed up people who are making terrible decisions um really ill-equipped to find relationships like you've got a taylor and a Derek, kind of a adam and a raven but you've got a lot of robbies and amandas and Lacey's and daniels who are like yeah this really got screwed <laughs> it's up. almost like sending people to mexico for three weeks and just plying them with alcohol doesn't create life lifelong relationships but yeah and what i'm saying is last season they were like four people got engaged Uh, that's the end of the show whereas now they're like yep it didn't really pan out right that's what i'm saying that's why it was different and that's why it was interesting is because last season it felt like they were really trying to sell that like this is where the magic happens right love it happens here and now they're like nope it was kind of a mess for the most part yeah that's that's my take. It just it seemed a little more honest, but I think what they're learning eventually with the Bachelor is like some people want these characters to find love, but most people are just in it for like the drama. And the well, I feel like it's like the Bachelor itself. I mean, mm-hmm. every now and then you get a Sean Lowe, but that's the anomaly. Anomaly, right? But I'm saying like I think they're learning that people will be entertained without that. Well, yeah. And then, like, I think initially they tried to lean into that so much that it was totally forced and false. And now they're learning to, like, no, we can be honest a little bit more and say, like, no, this isn't really working out. Um, And still produce a show that people will watch. 
Okay. Yeah. That's, and that's Ryan's take. That's my hot take. (laughs) (laughs) It Uh, always gets a sizzle noise. We'll be back in January Uh, with Ari. Ari. You want to talk about that? I like Ari. I liked him five years ago when he was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, no, I like him. I think he's cute. He's a race car driver. He, uh... I do not remember that much about him mm-hmm. specifically, but I do remember really, really liking him on the show. Can you make a bold prediction about what kind of theme song he's going to get given that he's a race car driver? Courtney Robertson claimed in her memoir that she totally wrote herself that Ari was the best sex she'd ever had. Courtney is the one that... Uh, ben Flonick yeah, chose. Yes. And then they broke up and she... Either she dated, dated Ari or, or at least up with, yeah. bedded Ari. Whoa. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Maybe. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. Coming into the coming into the track. Yeah. Coming. He's yeah. coming in hot. <laughs> hot and heavy. All right, folks. We'll have a great Christmas. Everybody, enjoy your Halloween. <laughs> um, enjoy your Thanks- Veterans Day. Thanksgiving. Uh, Arbor Day. Yeah. Plant some trees we'll and see, uh, see you guys in January. Can't wait, folks. We'll miss you. is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.